Worth Weight in Gold, Part 1, written by Eli Ramos for Aster Podcasting Network's Summer of Romcom 2022 event. call me Mr. Abel. Never mind that it's not my real last name. I'm a traveling man. I don't stay put for too long and once the wind changes, I'm out for good. This here city, Folsom, I'll be staying for a little while, but it's my last and most dangerous stop. I'll be laying low for a while, but not too low. Clumsy me. Drop my bag and all of these bottles. Let me help you with that. Mr. Apple's Miracle Tonic. So this is some sort of patent medicine. Say, are you the new doctor in town? <laughs> no, no, you flatter me. I'm only a druggist. I heard your city might need one. And we sure do. Things are getting pretty busy around here. Whereabouts will you be setting up shop? 82 Laddersdorf Street. You know the place? Can't say I've been there all too often. But I just might have to drop by. What for? Nasty stomach problems been hitting a bunch of folks that work at the Natoma station, and I reckon it might just be about my time to get it. That may be my cue to find a bathroom. Well, tell you what. How about you take that bottle you're holding on to? On the house. Should help some, along with any other problems you might have. They don't call it a miracle for nothing. Thank you kindly, Mr. Uh... Abel, just like it says on my cure-all. And if you find that my tonic helps what's ailing you, come by 82 Liedersdorf Street. Tell your friends. Will do, Mr. Abel. Okay. Really can't stay. Goodbye. You may not think that's much of laying low, but in reality, no one much remembers any drifters, even if they purchase something from them every day. With how many people come in and out of a town out west, a face can blend into the crowd and then disappear altogether from memory. So... City that's springing up new buildings every day, neighborhoods tucked away in odd corners of it. I figure it'll be enough to keep the money coming while also making sure no one sticks around enough to notice when I disappear. 76, 78, 80... Which means 82 should be right here. Why are these so heavy? I watch a small, dark-haired woman attempt to hold the door open of 82 Liedersdorf, but fail miserably, seeing as her hands are full of today's newspapers. I'll get the door. Oh, thank you so much. 
Feel free to come in. I'll be with you in a moment. Ow! And watch your head. Could have said that a little sooner. Welcome to Guan's General Goods. What can I do for you, sir? I'm looking for Hui Guan. Are they around? That's me. Good to introduce ourselves properly. I'm Joaquin Abel. Oh, you're our new tenant. My husband and I have been wondering when you'd come in. I did telegraph that I would come in today. Ah, uh, well, that's why. I would have had to go all the way to Sacramento to receive that. We don't have a telegraph machine here yet. I'm sure you'll get one soon. Place seems like it's expanding quickly. Yes, it certainly is. Because now, we have you as an apothecary too. I'll show you part of the store, then your apartment upstairs. It's a good thing I didn't put off furnishing it. Hui leads me past the pallets of fruit and vegetables to a small alcove in the shop, with empty shelves lining the wall behind it. She looks expectantly at me, and I take the hint, setting up my tins, pills, and glassware up onto them. I appreciate your help with the door, by the way. I usually don't have so much trouble, but they gave me an extra batch for some reason. I barely sell all of them in one day anyway, so it'll just become trash by tomorrow. You could take some to wrap your bottles with. If they'll be garbage anyways, I might as well. Good. Here, I'll fetch it for you now. Figs. M.J. Morrill on L Street between 2nd and 3rd presented us with some yellow figs? There's always some strange local news on the front pages. And your stuff's in the middle. <laughs> Here, like this. The great spread of quackery in the state is an evil of serious import to the community, especially to those who are unfortunate to suffer the ills entailed by disease. I, uh... Sounds good, right? That's an advertisement for a doctor. You could put something out like that once you've made a little money. It would help both of our businesses. I will keep that in mind. <clears throat> so, the room? Right, right. First of all, your keys. Big key locks the front door, small key locks the back. The silver one is for your room upstairs. All furnished like we advertise, but there's no bathroom, so go across the street to the saloon and ask them. They're not from any of the tongs, but they're nice and let us use it, so don't worry about it. Remember, we brought you in because we thought you could help guard the store at night, so... Make sure to lock up everything when I head home. Promise? Will do. Think I'm just about done setting everything up down here, so I'll take my bags up. Not that there seems to be much going on down here. Hey! We usually get our customers in the morning or at night. Almost everyone works for the Natoma Company, so they'll be off work at 6pm. We'll be busier then, so don't be rude! Never promised I'd be nice. Home sweet home for the next... However long until I decide to leave. Roof over my head, plus a bed, chair, sink, and an admittedly small dresser. Still, it's nicer than most of the places I've been in my day. I pull the curtain aside from the small window overlooking the street, gazing out at the midday sun and blue, blue sky. Then I hear it, the frantic hoofbeats colliding with the earth. 
A horse galloping headlong across the town, its rider pushing it hard. Every muscle is tensed in the figure's body as he urges the horse further towards- Mrs. Guan! You don't have to yell so much. No one else is here. But- Quieter. But- Even quieter. Mrs. Guan. That's better. Now, what are you here so early for? I wasn't expecting you until 3 p.m. and it's only noon. Mr. Tomlinson dropped by a little while ago and let me know we've got our new drugs in town at the Guans. I thought I'd drop by and say hello. He just went upstairs. You shouldn't bother him. What? I helped drag that dresser all the way up the stairs. I should at least get to go in. <laughs> That's not how it works. If you're done discussing how you can break and enter into my new room, can I help you? The first thing I notice about the man standing in the doorway, dust swirling around behind him, is... Well, he's short. He steps out of silhouette and into the storefront, boots jangling jauntily. He has to tilt his head up far to make eye contact with me, almost far enough that it knocks the cowboy hat off of his head. His deep brown eyes shine brightly up at me, beneath wild black hair plastered to his freckled brown skin. Howdy there. You do not look like I was expecting. Excuse me? What's that supposed to mean? I thought you were going to be older, I guess? But you're like 35 or something. I'm 28. What? Okay, now you're kidding around with me. No, no. He just looks that way because he's had a hard life. I've seen it happen before. I'm still here in case you forgot. <sighs> Anyways, did you just come around to say a neighborly hello? Because if that's all, scram. Oh, that's not all. Understand, I'm here on a mission. A certain man and I have a date with destiny. A duel to the death. So whatever you've got in those bottles and tins of yours, I'd like to purchase something that'll seal my victory. Yeah, I don't sell anything like that. What? Look, kid, this isn't a potion shop. I don't do magic. I just do medicine. But these bottles say miracle tonic. I mean, if it's a miracle... Miracle of science. And get your hands off of that, paying customers only. I shouldn't have to say that. Then... Uh, then... Then give me a tonic for more muscle. Faster reflexes. Anything. Custom orders cost double. Ooh, wow. You drive a hard bargain. Only for people who don't know what they want. Hey, I know exactly what I want. And that is... Revenge. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Alright. Well, figure out what you want out of me before you come back here. <sighs> you better believe I will. Fine. I'll figure out what it is I want from your store, even if that should be your job. That's not the last you're gonna see of me. Yeah, it's not. He delivers us our milk every Wednesday. That's right. Oh, the witch reminds me. Here you go. Thank you. Here's your payment. I'll be off now, but don't think I won't be back. Oh, that kid. He was something. He's got something of a temper. Real shame. What do you mean? Why else does a man enter a duel? When someone gets angry that fast, they'll be wanting revenge sooner or later, whether or not it's justified. One of these days, it's going to get him into trouble. Seriously? 
Revenge for what? That kid is so scrawny I can't imagine he has a real bone to pick with anyone. What? Some bandit snuck a jug of milk while he was on the way to a delivery? No idea. He might be well known around town, but he stays pretty quiet about that whole thing. Wish he'd stay quieter if he's coming around again. You could bother to use his name, you know. Not like he made a proper introduction. The name's Cyrell Macalino. People didn't always call me that, but they sure do now. Most nice folks around here know me as a ranch hand or from delivering to grocers. And sure, I rope cattle and run deliveries Tuesday through Thursday, but that's not really why I'm here. In this city lives the man who robbed my family 13 years ago. He's why I live in this city in the first place. I've waited years, biding my time, but now all the pieces are falling into place. Or, at least, they were going to, until that whole fiasco at Mrs. Guan's shop. Hombrecito! You got that dark look on your face again. Brooding, are we? A little bit. Ah, well, come on in. And I notice we are coming back empty-handed. Serves you right for ditching me in the middle of cleaning the barn. Sorry, Leo. I was just really excited. And with nothing to show for it. For shame. Come on. You know this is important to me. Do I? You're so cagey about it beyond the whole that man's gonna get what's coming to him thing. Whoever the man is. My advice? You gotta let it go every now and then. Leo, I can't. Oh, I can't let it go. It's been 13 years. Yeah, yeah. Coming up on 14. And don't give me that look. I know you're mad, but so am I. That doesn't make me feel any better. You know what will? Fixing the fence on the east side. Ugh, again? Yeah, the wood is rotting in some places, says the boss man. So we're just replacing a few of the posts this time. It shouldn't take too long. Hey, if the wood's bad already, I can use it for target practice, right? Kind of a big target to shoot, no? I could uh, give you some bottles or something instead. I did shooting practice yesterday. Today's knife throwing. And you think this duel might need you to throw a knife? Always be prepared. God damn it! Seriously, Cyril, I've done four posts already. Oh, you'd better do the next few to make up for you leaving earlier. Almost done. How goes the knife throwing? Not bad? Let's see. I count one, two, three, four knives on the ground, and one underneath the big painted X. So that's not bad to you? Oh, I'm just a little out of sorts. Yeah, you stayed pretty quiet about the whole apothecary thing. What happened? I think I might have pissed him off a little. Really? I know I'm teasing you a little, but I can't actually imagine anyone being mad at you. It's more like you get mad at other people. Kinda did that too, unfortunately. (sighs) No offense, but do you really need that medicine? I mean, do you really think some pill's going to get you to win against some bastard? I just want to make sure I have an edge, no matter what it is. But I had no idea what to ask him for, and he laughed me out of the store. I'm pretty sure I know what you should ask for. Yeah? Better accuracy. Hey, I'm serious. 
Look, if you're doing a walk 10 paces and draw your guns kind of thing, better muscles are pretty much nil. Your reflexes aren't bad, but more importantly, you do have to hit the guy. I know. And you know, my sister, she would make remedies for your eyesight, so I'm sure that something to make your accuracy better must exist. I hope so. Hey, Cyril, I'll tell you something. Most of the time, if you flatter someone, they'll forget all about whatever dumb thing you might have done. Works with my mom all the time. So be nice to him, okay? Do a favor and he'll probably feel like he owes you. Makes sense. I'll give it a shot when I drop by tomorrow. You won't leave me alone again, right? I'll try not to. Good. Now how about you finish the fence mending, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm on it. <sighs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph, they're loud for... What? Six in the morning? Hey, what's with all the racket? Hey now, you Mr. Abel? As in Mr. Abel's Miracle Tonic? Ah, great. That's me, folks. You looking to buy? We're looking for a demonstration. We've heard good things from Mr. Tomlinson. I don't have to find a bathroom every 12 minutes. <laughs> that is a little too much information, honestly. Well, we want to know if your patent stuff actually works. Why, certainly. I'd be happy to give you a demonstration. Uh, one moment, please. Wonderful. I haven't even had breakfast. <sighs> hmm. Better make a new batch, just in case. One part castor oil, one part vinegar, two parts honey, and... Right, half part whiskey. Welcome in, everyone. The name's Mr. Abel, and the product's the same. Mr. Abel's Miracle Tonic. I don't think I've ever been in here. Isn't this Fang's wife's shop? Mr. Abel, what did you do? It looks like the whole Natoma company is here. Uh, just how business runs with these sorts of things, you know. Didn't know until now, apparently. Hey, <laughs> settle down. Settle down, friends. No need to get all in here at once. Now you said you were all curious about what's going on in this bottle here of Mr. Abel's Miracle Tonic. He sure says the name a lot. Cyril, I didn't know you were here too. Well, this proprietary medicine has got only the best for you. Need a little something to put on your scalp? Get locks growing like gangbusters? This'll do it right quick. Hair like you had as a lad of 15. Tired and achy after a long day at work? A little dab will do you wonders. Behind the ears and on the wrist. Got stomach pains and troubles? That's what you all came for, sounds like. What Mr. Tomlinson says is true. With just one sip, your royal and gut will royal no longer. So here comes my demonstration. Who'd like to be my lucky sipper today? Show you just how it's done. <coughs> Anyone? Come on, don't be shy. I'll, I'll do it. Ah, well, who do we have here? Sarel Macalino. I'll take a swig. Catch. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, I feel better already. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll take a bottle. Hell, I'll take three. How much does it cost? Only $2.99 a pop, folks. Get it while it's here. Whew. Thank God. Just about got him hands up and hocked at. Wow, that was a lot more people than I've ever seen in here. We even sold some groceries to them. I call that a success. Yeah, hopefully they'll be back soon, eh? Buy some more from both of us. Whew, almost forgot I haven't had anything to eat. Oi, any chance I could take a can of soup or something? You'll have to pay for it. Never mind, then. Hiya, Mrs. Guan. Need some help? Cyril, I could use a little bit of help with sweeping. I have to restock for once. Isn't that exciting? Sure is. Hand me the broom. Ah, you. Now, what's with that tone of voice? I did you a favor, you know. Would have been better for a demonstration if I'd gotten one of them to take a drink, you know? Hey, I wasn't trying to be the center of attention or anything. Just looked like no one was feeling particularly up to the challenge. He has a point. Sometimes Mr. Tomlinson leads him astray. One time, he only ate potatoes for a week. That might be more the cause of his stomach issues more than anything, actually. Mrs. Guan, don't try to make me sweet on him. Just cause he helps you around here doesn't mean he does the same thing for me. Besides, I know you're just trying to butter me up, kid. Hardly. I didn't want you to look like a damn fool in front of everyone. Okay, and yes, I didn't want you to think I was a total idiot this whole time. See, I'm willing to drink whatever medicine you got. And I even decided what I'd like you to help me with. <sighs> Fan, what do you want? Well, my aim could use a little bit of work, and obviously that's pretty important for a duel. So, anything that can improve my visual acuity would be ideal. So, you can't shoot. Why is that not surprising to me? Why do you have to make fun of me every time I walk in here? Just too easy is all. Oh, hey! Enough! Haven't you got work? Yeah. That goes for the both of you. I appreciate your help, but you can't just come down here whenever you want. You're not even sweeping anymore. Ow! I'm going to be at the ranch for the rest of the day anyways. Get a move on then. I have more to do today than listen to you bicker. Fine, fine. I'll see you again tomorrow. Mrs. Guan? Mr. Abel? Don't come back. What? I said don't come back! God damn it. <laughs> Serves you right. Sorry, I told Fong about that yesterday, but he's not going to get around to it for a while. I'll just try to remember to duck. Oh, and speaking of Fong, I need to go drop off his lunch, so I'm headed out. You know you could just get rid of Cyrell if you sold him something now, right? Maybe I don't want to. Stubborn, aren't you? I don't like backing down. From what? Doing business with someone? Ugh, whatever, your life, Mr. Abel. Hold down the fort for me while I'm gone? Yeah. Huh. Can't say the kid didn't help me sell more than I was expecting. I'll have to restock these smaller sizes. Back so soon, Mrs. Guan? 
afraid I'm not who you're expecting, Sonny. What the? I mean, <clears throat> can I help you with something? Oh, don't play coy, Joaquin. I know it's you. That scar on your lip don't lie. Wilbur Reed. I knew him from the second I saw him. His hard-set jaw and his laid-back swagger. We had a lot of history. Because that little quip about the scar, that wasn't just a jab at my appearance. Hell, he's the whole reason I got it. Didn't think you'd come so close to Hangtown, since they all but strung you up. You're lucky you skipped town. But you know damn well lightning don't strike in the same place twice. I'm not counting on it. Well then, shoot. What do you got all these dinky little things for? It's merchandise. So, if you want to keep looking, pay up. I think I'll pass on that. What happened to you, Joaquin? You used to be one hell of a bandit. Shame you up and split on us all those years ago. I thought we were making a pretty good team. I only split because you let me take the fall for the last job we ever worked together. Been trying to make a living ever since. Still a less than honest one. Well, I bet what you've got in here ain't much more than castor oil and a couple drops of perfume. That's for me to know and for you to shut the hell up about. And don't act all high and mighty like you're making an honest living. Oh, but I am. You know, I'm the deputy of this here city. <laughs> yeah, right. Check the badge, Joaquin. So, you're down on your luck and I'm not. But I happen to have a proposition for you. Whatever you have to say, I don't want to hear it. Oh, a little birdie told me you're planning on riding down to Mexico next chance you get. That sound about right? How do you know about that? You know, usually when someone's had a taste of the noose around their necks, and they survive, they get a little jumpy. Start thinking about heading down to the coast. Law can't touch you down there. So it makes sense someone like you will try to get there real quick like. <sighs> I'm listening. I saw you ran into that little rascal from the ranch. Uh, what's his name? Sorrel. That's the one. See, I don't know if you've heard much about him, but he is terribly invested in this little vendetta he has against me. Such a petty thing, too. In fact, I just found this here message stuck into my doorframe this morning. Your time has come. Your death is nigh. Once I've procured some... medicine, we'll duel. Make your peace with the Maker. Oh, God. You... Yeah, scrap a little thing, Annie. What kind of monster would want to kill little old reform me? Plenty of people. I got plenty of power around here, but Cyrell's a familiar face in town. Be a real shame if I killed him and it made people think poorly of me. <laughs> you know I'm not doing that. Oh, I figured you'd say that. You're a mean son of a gun. But always too good to kill, aren't you? No, I think I'll be calling a few friends. You'd probably know them. And they'll help me deal with this little 
situation. You see, that's where you come in. You're the trigger for this whole operation. Once you hand over one of your tinctures, we're facing off. So keep him on the hook a little while longer now. Just till my pals have time to come in and clear all this up. I can pay you a pretty penny for it. Clean money. Nothing stolen. Hell, I'll have one of my men take you down to Mexico. You can help me stamp out this little problem. You're talking awful vague about what you're planning. There's only one way to lens, Joaquin. Best you not be finding out what that means for yourself. You got yourself a deal, Wilbur. That's good to hear. You take care now. I just don't get it, Leo. What bigger favor can I do? I help him sell half of his stock and he doesn't even care. Huh, honestly? Maybe you're trying too hard. You got to relax and take it slow. You're not on a deadline or anything, and you usually don't do this whole sweet talk thing. That's because I don't need to try so hard with people in this city. I deliver goods, and I help with manual labor if they need it. I don't have to do all the charming stuff. Well, maybe you're just bad at it. Oh, can it, Leo? <laughs> Think the hole's deep enough? Hmm. That's two shovels deep, so I'd say yes. Help me up. Okay, take a break. I'll shovel the weeds in the hole. We'll burn them and call it a day. Yeah. Think I'll head down to the saloon afterwards and have a drink or two. Uh, you coming with me? I don't think so, man. My legs feel like they're gonna drop out from under me, so I'm going to bed early. You have fun, though. Don't just stare into your drink all evening. Only if you promise that next time, you aren't going to make me carry you home. Hey, that was one time! Need me to stick around? Nah, I'm good. I honestly need the excuse to sit down for a while. See you tomorrow! See ya! I haven't told Leo about who I'm planning to duel. Too dangerous to say to anyone. But that I've put the clock in motion. A bit preemptively, I'll admit. But there's no time like the present. It's been six years since I last saw Reed. Because I spent so much time preparing, I missed my chance. Now or never. Whiskey, please. Except, it's looking a lot more like never at this point. Mr. Abel's been the only thing on my mind for the past day and a half. From a first glance, I thought I'd pegged him right as a money-hungry salesman. But even improving his sales failed to sway him. And it's not like I know anything about him, really. I'm just shooting in the dark. I turn his image over my brain as I take a swig of my drink, trying to find anything to keep purchase on. His slick back hair, shiny as oiled up leather. His world-weary eyes, a deep gray that's anything but warm. One drink turns to three, and I think about the scar on his lip. Can't imagine what landed him with that. A pale stripe cut into the pink of his mouth. I tried to focus on the task at hand, but the drinks got me lassoed tight on the thought of his face, which isn't altogether bad. 
And as soon as I think that, he walks through the back door like he jumps straight out of my brain and into the saloon. He all but looks like he's making his way to the exit. Before I can even think, I blurt out, Mr. Abel, fancy seeing you here. Ugh, come on. Though, I guess I should have expected it. You're right across the street. And I was just heading back over, so I'll say goodnight. Aw, stick around for another drink. Haven't had one. So I should buy you one. It'd be rude not to. Besides, what are you doing in a saloon without a drink in you? My place doesn't have a bathroom. All the more reason to get you a whiskey of your own. Enough with the flattery. Oh, come on. I can't get to know you better? And you get free liquor out of it. <sighs> Fine. I know when someone's too stubborn for his own good. Excellent. Toast to your sales today. Thanks. Hey, honestly, could I ask you a couple questions? I'm not trying to get anything out of you right now, since we're both off business hours. What else would you want to know about me? Simple curiosity. <laughs> sure. Ask away, and I'll answer until I finish my drink. Then I'm turning in for the night. That way, you can't say you've got a favor over me. Damn. That wouldn't have been a bad idea. I'll keep to your terms, though. So, what even made you come here? Most people treat Folsom like it's just another stop on the railroad. I guess that's the appeal for me. Don't need anything fancy, just trying to make enough money. I get that. You'll probably have good business here. People start liking you if you're around long enough. Speaking from experience. You could say that. I've been here four years, so pretty long by rancho standards. Most everyone I knew except Leo moved down the coast to bigger ranches. Why do you stay? Your revenge quest? Pretty much. Been biding my time, but I don't want to wait anymore. It can't be that serious, can it? It's not just a duel. It's not like this man just made off with my horse or anything. My family's whole livelihood rides on me winning. Ma was a washerwoman in San Francisco back in 37, and one of the first newcomers from China who'd come along with her brother. Dad came a little later, and the Locano man doing menial labor to try to make ends meet. They used to eat at the same restaurant every Sunday, planning for a brighter future. And the two of them saved up enough money together before they had me. We were just in the right place in the right time when 49 happened, and everyone was getting gold fever. We moved farther up California, and Mom and I would wash clothes in the same river that Dad would pan for gold in. And I'd help with it too, sometimes. Especially when the days were slow. And there was a hell of a lot of slow days. When you're picking through the dregs of what everyone's left behind, you have to be pretty damn good to find something worthwhile. And we did. In a plot of land that no one else wanted to pan in anymore, Datong found more gold than we had ever dreamed he would. More than most people ever dreamed he would. 
Suppose you better give me my fair share, since I let you work this land. Really, you couldn't have done it without me. And when my father refused, he got angry. And in the middle of the night, he stole her into our house and took everything he could lay his hands on, including... Here it is, the gold. Yes, I'm taking what I deserve. After then, we never did have as much luck. My mother's hands are still chapped, and my father's back was always bent. For all that gold we had, they wouldn't have had to work a single day more. But because of him, they didn't get that. So for 13 years of labor from my parents, 9 years I've spent chasing his trail, and all the gold he stole from my family, he's got to go down. Sorry, I'm not trying to get you to listen to some sob story. I don't really know why I said all that. Maybe four glasses is one too many. It's... Well... It's your truth. May as well live it. Half done with my whiskey, so get your questions in now. Hmm... What do you like doing? <laughs> Funny question. Took enough of my weaseling to get you to accept a drink, so obviously you don't like a night out. To be fair... I thought you were planning on annoying me the whole time. No, I just want to know you, for real. Plus, it's hard to imagine you having a good time anywhere. Been imagining me a lot, then. What? No. I'm kidding. Don't you make jokes around here? But, uh, I don't know, to be honest. I haven't had much time for leisure being a druggist. I'm mostly focused on my work. Me too. Most of the time. I don't really spend a lot of time in town except for the saloon. But if you're ever up by the ranch, I could show you around there. Yeah. And step in horse and cow poop the entire time? No thanks. Hey, I do a good job cleaning up. That's kind of my whole thing. After all the summer heat goes away, you'll see. It's pretty nice. You're planning awful far into the future for someone who just stuck a request for a duel on someone's door. Where'd you hear that? Nowhere. I mean, I figured that was why you were so antsy to talk to me yesterday. That's fair. Jeez, am I that obvious? You're not exactly subtle. But yeah, I'm not planning on losing that duel. No matter what happens, I'm making it out of there alive. Well, that's my time. Be seeing you, Cyril. Oh, so I am getting somewhere with you. Just eight hours ago, you were saying you didn't want me to come back. Slip of the tongue. And besides, like I said, I know when someone's too stubborn for his own good. <sighs> Alright, Okane. Don't you go losing any sleep over learning all of that. Well, alright. <clears throat> Did that to myself. Mr. Abel, are you awake? Unfortunately. I don't think people know you live here yet. 
Yvonne gave me a couple orders to give to you. Their wives will probably be dropping in and picking them up in the afternoon. You might consider delivery to their addresses if your sales keep up. What? I don't do medication. Aren't you an apothecary? Custom order medication. At least not without a consultation. After all, they don't know how much they'll need to pay. They said you could name your price. Guess your stunt yesterday convinced a lot of people. Give the paper here. Breathing problems, toothaches, sore muscles, all of this could be fixed with the tonic, you know? Did you tell them that? Oh, come on, Mr. Abel! Are you really passing up an opportunity to sell them something else? Demand is high. Sell it while everyone wants it. Good point. Ugh, I guess I'll do it. Great, hopefully that means more business for us too. You know, I sold out of oranges yesterday. That's the first time that's ever happened. Ever. Wow. Congrats, but also that's sad. Oh, hush. We need to get to work. I haven't eaten breakfast yet. You didn't get up early to make food? No. That's two days in a row where I haven't had a decent meal. That's on you. Morning, Mrs. Guan. Heard about this place from my neighbor. She said her husband ran out of the house at 6 in the morning yesterday just to see him. I thought it might be interesting. Come in, come in. He's supposed to be making some custom orders. That should be exciting, right? Sure would be. Mrs. Guan, with all due respect, I'm not putting on another show. Oh, you don't need to do anything fancy. It's like I'm not even here. Just do your work like normal. Okay, then. Toothache, toothache, what should I put together for that? Where's my damn guide? Probably something with cloves. Ma always used to have some when her tooth hurt. Can I help you? I was hungry. Way. She bought it. She's allowed to eat it here. Wow, he really knows what he's doing. Uh-huh. You happy now? Unless you're buying this, I'd rather you leave. She's a customer, remember? Actually, yeah. I thought I'd come pick up your miracle tonic. Here you go, ma'am. Oh, could you wrap it in an extra layer of newspaper? The road's full of rocks. I don't want to drop it. <sighs> Here. Oh, you know what? Could I get the smaller size? Why didn't you say that before? Whatever. And make sure to wrap- I got it. Dollar ninety-nine, please. Here you go. Thank you both. <sighs> I always forget how much I hate dealing with customers. Why are you even a salesman? I have to be. <sighs> it's a living. Hi, welcome to Guan's General Goods. Hi there. I'm here to pick up the remedy for my husband's lung problems. You're early. I thought I said to come pick it up in the afternoon. Oh, but I've got a couple more errands to run, so I thought it'd be more convenient. I could come back later. Yeah, oh, no, don't worry later. about it. Hmm? Aren't you going to get something ready? Maybe she'll have a chance to look around. I want you to know I'm only doing this because I live in your shop. <laughs> Mustard powder. Guess that means I actually have to use this. Thing. And flour? Uh, hey, Mrs. Guan. Here, 
I won't charge you for this one. Add water and then spread on a cloth. Didn't see you behind all those goods. I thought I'd get some of my errands done here. And they have ginger. Isn't that nice? It's cheaper than I expected. Quality services at cheap prices. Here you are. It's a, uh... A mustard plaster. Now why didn't I think of that? Yep, yep. Seven to six cents. You might want to get a head start with the other medicines. I guess you'll never know when they'll show up. Another reason to consider delivery system. I don't think so. This is a one-time thing. Afternoon, folks. Sorry I'm late. Leo's still not feeling great, so I picked up some of his work since he's been covering for me. Uh, it's only you. You look well-rested after last night. Something going on between you two? What? No, he, uh, he had four glasses of whiskey and last night the saloon. Cowboy's gotta be able to hold his liquor. I even got up early to make some breakfast. And, uh, well, I thought I'd wrap some up and bring you some. Why? Because you were complaining about how you didn't have breakfast yesterday super loudly. And I figured you wouldn't have had the foresight to make food for yourself today. Oh. Huh. So you two are playing nice now. That's good. Huh. He's not being annoying right now. You know, you could at least try to sound grateful that I made food for you and lugged it over here when I still have a full day of work. It's eggs, biscuit, beans, the works. Thank you. Go on and eat it so I can take the tin back. Now? I don't see you working. And I did walk down here today. Some other guys needed the horse. <clears throat> okay, fine. Wow, that's delicious. Hmm? It's good. What was that? I said it's good. Get off my damn case. <laughs> I heard you the first time. You're gonna make me regret being nice to you. Mm, I don't think so. You're gonna polish off that plate I made for you, and then I'll be on my way. Like I said, gotta pick up the slack for Leo. But if you like it so much, I'll swing by with breakfast again tomorrow. You're not gonna start charging me, are ya? Nah, of course not. As long as your lodging are so sparse, no offense, Mrs. Guan, you could use a couple of breakfasts to welcome you into town. If you thought he was trying to butter you up yesterday... I'll take it, whatever. I'm sure business will quiet down a little in the next few days, and then I'll get my wits together enough to cook for myself. Maybe. As for today, though, we're still busy. I think that's Deputy Reed coming in? Wait, what the- What? Don't be so surprised. His patrol takes him through here. Hey, what gives? Let go of my arm. Get out of here. Fine way to thank me for- Take the back door. Wait. You look serious. I hope I didn't do anything wrong by coming in after yesterday. I didn't mean to overstep. You didn't. But I need you to leave. Now. Okay. And, uh, you can come back. Whenever you'd like. Just not now. Didn't need your permission, but I appreciate it. Deputy? Hui. Been pretty busy here last few days, huh? Yes, it has been. And all cause of this man, Mr. Uh, Abel, wasn't it? 
Sure is. Eating on the job. Must be real nice. Sitting behind the counter, spending your time all leisurely. Guess I wouldn't know. Guess so. Sold anything to anyone today? Just a few tonics, mustard plaster. Oh, I don't need the details. Just a friendly question. You know how it is. I'll go ahead and mosey along now. He didn't pay. He never does. But he's a right scary man, isn't he? Only comes in to bother me and Fong, and you now, apparently. Seems like it. I'd better return this to Sarel sometime. Hello? I'm looking for Mr. Abel. Maybe after your workday is done. <sighs> Hi folks, Eli Ramos here, writer and editor for Worth, Weight, and Gold. This was an Astro Podcasting Network production for Summer of Romcom. If you liked this episode, stay tuned. We have more stuff coming this summer, but we'd love it if you'd share it with your friends and rate and review it wherever you're listening to us. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mixeliramos. That's M-X-E-L-I-R-A-M-O-S. We're currently hosting a Patreon drive from August 1st, 2022 to September 30th, 2022. If you pledge during the drive at any tier from our $2 a month to our $20 a month, you'll help unlock new content for everyone who's currently pledging. We have lots of content we're really excited to share, so please spread the word and pledge if you want to support Aster Podcasting Network. Our voice talents are as follows. Justin Saint as Joaquin Abel, Yvonne Kwok as Hui Guan, Ezu as Cyril Macalino, Angelo Toledo as Leo, and August Caraway as Wilbur Reed. Additional voices were provided by Sean Patrick, Sarah Palmero, and yours truly, Eli Ramos. Attributions for sounds and music used can be found in the show notes. Thanks to Ezra Lee Buck and Audrey Pham, our $20 patrons on Patreon. And to everyone, thanks for tuning in, and we'd love to have you back again for our next Summer of Romcom piece and for when we drop Worth, Weight, and Gold Part 2. <laughs>